Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today is podcast number 1928. The topic is Q&A and the title is Writing Your Own Nutrition Program. I had someone reach out, a listener to the podcast, which I love, so thank you very much. It's always fun to hear from people and then also just to kind of see where everybody's from. (laughs) So it's uh, awesome that the podcast is able to reach people uh, all across the United States. We've actually had downloads in all 50 states, but also in other countries. So I've heard from listeners in Japan. Uh, I had a client in Costa Rica who was a listener for a while. Uh, France, Spain, uh, UK, a bunch of listeners in the UK. Uh, Norway, uh, gosh, a whole bunch of places I'm not even naming. Uh, sorry. <laughs> but it's, um, it's just really awesome. I was telling my wife, we were laughing about it. Uh, I don't know, I think it was like a year or so ago, um, that the country, I mean, the podcast has been downloaded by over 100 countries, and being genuinely honest, and being an American, I didn't even know there were 100 countries. (laughs) I was like, how many countries are there? (laughs) So we actually had to look it up uh, and count on the map and stuff, Uh, but it was kind of funny just to see uh, how cool it is that people from everywhere listen, and my nature is to like automatically think, oh crap, I hope I'm giving good information for each of the places because there are definitely a lot of things I talk about that are not applicable in all other areas of the world. Uh, So for example, I use Amazon to deliver food or Instacart to have somebody do grocery shopping for me, which makes me sound ridiculously spoiled, which I am, Uh, but I'm very grateful for it. Um, But there are definitely, you know, a lot of people that don't have those kind of services. And if you're struggling with nutritional adherence and consistency not having certain things that are conveniences uh, you know definitely makes it more of a legitimate struggle so i do hope that listeners from everywhere are finding something helpful in these podcasts and if you do have any specific questions whether it's nutrition or training or mindset just anything i hope that you always feel encouraged and comfortable to reach out So this listener, they did reach out. Their name is Ellie, so thank you for reaching out. And she wrote the following. Just a first, I love your podcast. I have found some information that has helped me flourish my fitness journey from your podcast. It really does provide priceless info. Yay. (laughs) So thank you. That makes me feel good. Uh, She then continued, I feel I know a lot about why and how about lots of aspects of nutrition now thanks to your podcast. However, I just don't know where to start. In terms of how to piece all this information together and create my own meal plan. If you have any tips for me, that would be perfect. Thank you so much, Ellie. Well, thank you. I appreciate you listening and and thank you very much again for reaching out. Uh, One uh, resource we do have that will go along with today's podcast, so please keep listening <laughs> to today's podcast, but is if you go to our website, www.brutalirongym.com, we have a page titled Free Nutrition Education. If you click on that link, the very first document is titled Create Your Own Nutrition Program. So the document there, you can view it and then you can print it if you want, but it has a podcast along with like a summary of the information 
that is explained in that podcast. Now, that podcast is an older podcast. It was like 1,200 and some. So it's definitely time for me to update that uh, since we're now at like 1,900 <laughs> podcasts. So I'm happy to be kind of like touching base on this information again. But you'll see in that document, there's a link to that older podcast. So that way you can listen to it directly. And then there's a summary of how to find the right amount of calories, the right amount of protein for yourself, and then also how to kind of distribute or time out those calories and protein throughout the day. There are also additional podcasts that can help, um, such as podcast 1021, which is uh, how much carbs and fats do I need? So those links, these links are on that document. So you don't have to write this down. But on that document are the direct links for this podcast. You know, how much carbs and fats do I need? And then there is a podcast for how to choose the right foods, a podcast for quick meals and easy food prep, you know, for ideas of foods. And then uh, a podcast for my most recommended supplements. So if you want to find the quick answer, that would be available on our website. And again, if you go to the free nutrition education page on our website, the first link is titled Create Your Own Nutrition Program. Now, what I want to talk about in today's podcast is just touch base on why it's recommended in that way. So for example, the recommendations we follow are Calories have to be proper. You have to make sure you eat enough, but also not too much. So there's like a right amount. You have to make sure you have enough protein within the calories that you're consuming. And I'll go through and explain that in a second. And then you want to divide your calories and your protein out kind of evenly throughout the day. Now, as more advanced, you would start to actually divide them out to match your activity level. So if you're more active in the morning, you would have more calories and protein in the morning with less uh calories of protein in the afternoon or evening if you're less active then. Or if your schedule's flip-flopped. I have some clients, they have crazy sleep schedules, so sometimes they're awake at night, sometimes they're awake during the day, depending on you know if they have 12-hour shifts in different jobs. So they just modify when they eat their foods based on when they're awake. So it's not necessarily um, optimal <laughs> to divide your calories and protein up equally throughout the day, uh, but that's a good place to start. And then you would start to kind of tweak it and make it more timed to actually match your activity. But that would be a place to start is trying to spread your calories and protein out throughout the day. Now, there are successful weight management diets such as intermittent fasting that have you consume all of your calories and proteins uh, kind of in one section of the day. Uh, there are advantages and disadvantages to those types of diets. They do work for people who fit that type of uh, lifestyle and that type of preference, but it is not optimal for energy levels and um, just how the body functions and how the body requires and processes and uses calories and protein throughout the day. So I have used every diet structure under the sun for all my clients because I want to find what works for them and what gets them from where they are to closer to where they want to be. And if at first it's, you know, timing or fasting style structured diets, then we do it. We just get them moving forward. We get some progress. We learn some things. We build some good habits. And then we continue to kind of tweak and modify. And then maybe eventually it ends up a little more kind of spread out throughout the day. But if we first start with things being 
localized to a certain time of the day or a certain period of the day, oh well. <laughs> you know, you just start with what gets the ball rolling and gets them moving, assuming it's a healthy start. I wouldn't want to start with something that's unhealthy just to start getting progress. I want to start with something that's building and progressing towards healthy habits. But that would be the recommendation is calories and protein and then timing. If you notice in these recommendations, we're not talking about like specific foods, like whether you should have white rice or brown rice or no rice at all. <laughs> um, the specific foods of what we eat, they do matter, but they don't matter as much as having consistent and proper calories and consistent and proper protein. Meaning you can eat all of the right food, quote unquote, whatever the right food is. Uh, but you can eat all the right food, but if your calories aren't correct, you won't get the results you want. Whether you accidentally undereat because you're eating so cleanly or you end up overeating because since you believe they're healthy foods, you can just eat as much as you want. That is not true. <laughs> uh, if you overeat, you will not uh, maximize you know, fat loss or body composition. You wouldn't even maximize performance because eventually you just have digestive stress eating too much or you'd have excessive weight gain, which maybe you don't need uh, depending on what your goals are. So whether your goal is to build muscle, to gain strength, to lose body fat, to do all three, uh, you know, there is a too few of calories, there's a too, too many of calories, and those would supersede any specifics of foods. So the specifics of foods, I don't get specific with <laughs> uh, beyond just what's kind of best for the client. So if the client, you know, if they're eating a lot of fried food and the high sugars, I am going to suggest that they kind of bring that down. Uh, but if they like to have potatoes for breakfast and they want to have bread for lunch or pasta for dinner, fine. It's totally okay. Uh, it's not going to hurt anything as long as their calories are controlled, their protein is controlled. And then eventually we might find, you know, hey, if I have this bread meal, you know, this bread-focused meal at lunch, I notice in two hours I'm kind of really hungry that that lunch doesn't have, like, staying power. It doesn't give me energy to provide me until dinner. Well, then we might want to swap the bread out for a slower digesting carbohydrate source, Maybe something that has more carbohydrates because uh, bread actually doesn't have a lot. So maybe they need actually more carbohydrates but a slower digesting source. Then all of a sudden they're fuller until dinner. So often when I get into the specifics of foods, it's so somebody can feel better or perform better. It's not that certain specific foods are better for fat loss than other foods. It's more so certain foods make us just feel better during the dieting process compared to other foods. Certain foods match the meal timing needs that we have. If we have meals that have to be close back to back, we want fast digesting food. If we have meals that are you know six, seven, eight hours apart, we want slow digesting food. It's not that fast or slow digesting is better or worse for fat loss, it's just whatever matches that individual's needs for their schedule and their food preferences. So it can get tricky because a lot of social media, a lot of kind of pop culture knowledge is based around like food choices, but that's actually not where we should place our focus. Our focus should mostly be on whether we have appropriate amount of calories, not too little, not too much, and if we can be consistent from day to day. So other than 
that document on the website. I do want to provide in today's podcast some additional podcasts you can listen to. So that way, if you want to deep dive into a certain topic, you know, I don't I don't imagine you're going to listen to all of these. I think I'm going to name probably like nine, like uh, six, six, maybe seven, eight <laughs> podcasts. So you don't have to listen to all of these. But if there's one that piques your interest, that's why I do want to mention it. So you can kind of deep dive and learn a little bit more about a certain topic. I don't know uh, the functionality of all podcast platforms, but a lot of podcast platforms don't go back uh, more than like 300 or so episodes. So if I mention a podcast that's older than that, you can go to our website, www.brutalirongym.com, and on our website we have a podcast player that does go back 300 episodes, but then we also have a Um, descriptions and instructions on how to find older podcasts underneath the podcast player on our website. So if you haven't gone to the website, please check it out. Tons of free information for nutrition training and everything. We actually have free programs as well. Uh, Just a lot of good stuff on there if you want to check it out. But that's also where you can find the instructions on how to find older podcasts. So that would be where I would start is go to the website free nutrition education, click on that document, create your own nutrition program, listen to that podcast, it's podcast 1,232, and then you would kind of follow those steps. Along with that information, I want to help you just get some extra insight. Calories. To learn more about calories, you can listen to podcast 1,615. It's a nutrition podcast titled, Why Are You Overweight? Inconsistent Eating versus Overeating. Now, you might not be overweight, maybe you're just over fat. <laughs> meaning you weigh a good weight, but you have more body fat at that weight than what you would like. So maybe you just have like more body fat, so it's not a, a good body composition for what you would like. You don't necessarily want to weigh less, you just want to be leaner. Maybe your goal is to gain weight. Maybe your goal is to build muscle. Maybe you have to actually put on some uh, even fat. I help people come back from eating disorders and in the recovery of health process, when their mind is right, <laughs> uh, there are times in which we actually want to help them gain back to a healthy degree of fat. So they might be struggling being you know, sub 10% body fat. And if it's a female, maybe they lost their period, their menstrual cycle, and we're having to work our way back up to a healthy degree. So we might want to work our way up to, you know, say 15% body fat. So there are times where I actually help people put body fat back on. Um, that's not overly common, but it is it is something I've done before uh, a lot because I work with a lot of people, but it's not common in the uh, general population. But that is a time where, you know, often we talk about fat loss, but there are actually people who want to fat gain. <laughs> um, but... That podcast will help you better understand the relationship of calories and body fat. Why, even if we don't overeat, we can be overly fat due to inconsistent eating. So that would be a great podcast to check out. Then protein, um, absolutely, we got to have enough protein. Protein does so many things in our body. It builds and repairs structures of the body, helps regulate body temperature, pH levels in the blood. It does a lot of good stuff for hormones and enzymes and blah, 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 blah. Uh, protein is just a, a damn good thing. <laughs> we need it. And if we don't have enough of it, we're just not going to be optimal uh, for health, performance, the way we look, the way we feel. Um It's just very, very, very helpful. One of my clients, we were actually talking about, uh, they had fallen below their calorie and protein numbers 
over the holidays because they were just super busy. They were having like really inconsistent. They might overeat on a weekend, but then feel guilty and undereat the whole next week and undereat their protein as well. And just in here in January, these last four weeks, they've been eating more, but they notice that they look leaner, they feel leaner, and they're looking and feeling better in their clothes. Their workout performance has improved. So we were talking about how funny it is that people would be amazed that eating more actually helps you look leaner. (laughs) So it really does. And part of that is protein, making sure that of the calories you're consuming, you have a lot of protein in there so you can help heal and, and run the body. It kind of does maintenance and repair on the body. But then that also helps control the amount of carbohydrates and fats that you eat, which can help better control uh, energy levels and also better control body fat storage. Sometimes people are in the right calorie range, but they don't have enough protein. So therefore, they're actually overeating their carbs and fats, and that can actually cause them to be overly fat, even if they're not overweight. A good podcast, if you have been struggling to eat enough protein, would be podcast 1376. It's a nutrition podcast titled Adjusting Calorie and Protein Intake from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. It can often be challenging if you're currently only averaging 60 to 80 grams of protein and now you find out you're supposed to be having 120 grams. It can be very hard to add, you know, like a third to a a double uh, of your total protein. Um, that's enormous amount, and sometimes you have to kind of take your take your way there in steps. You you might not be able to take that big of a leap or that big of a jump, and it's okay. Just take your way there in uh, smaller steps, and that's where podcast one thousand three hundred seventy six can help. Now, the third thing that we would want to look at is timing. Uh, to absolutely make that easier is do not think of a day as twenty four hours. You want to break your day into three sections of when you're awake. Typically, we sleep six to eight hours, so we're awake for about 16 to 18 hours. If we divide the awake time of our day into three six-hour sections, that's going to be the better way to organize and manage your nutrition. Per six hours, how many calories and how many grams of protein should I eat? And then per six hours, we're probably going to have one to two meals every six hours. So you're just going to count the calories and protein for one to two meals. Make sure you're on point. Then forget that information. Move on to the next six hours. So you really only have to track meals, one to two meals at a time, which is only every six hours of the day. You do not need to track an entire day at a time. You don't need to try to remember what the hell you had for breakfast or lunch at the end of the day or the next morning when you try to track your numbers for the last day. Uh, So breaking your day into time blocks is extremely helpful for reducing stress and increasing consistency. And that would be podcast 1757 is a nutrition podcast titled Using Time Blocks for Easier Macronutrient Tracking. So, Ellie, (laughs) uh, if you're asking where do I start, it would be finding out the right amount of calories that you should have, the right amount of protein that you should have, and then trying to learn how to use time blocks So that way you can be consistent with your timing of calories and protein. That's it. That's the start. There you go. Go to the website. Go to free nutrition education. And then click on that document. Create your own nutrition program. That is where we start. Now, some extra tips that I just want to throw out there. Is track what you actually do. Holy freaking crap. Are we amazing at lying to ourselves. (laughs) We, We are great. 
at telling ourselves bullshit stories and somehow believing the bullshit stories even though we were in our own head when we made them up. It is astonishing how well we lie to ourselves. Now, why am I saying this? <laughs> because you are going to have this, this world of what you intended to do. But then you're going to have the world that you actually live in. <laughs> so our mind lives in the world of what we intended to do. Our body lives in the world of what we actually did do. Meaning, I may have meant to eat well. But if I didn't actually eat well, I will not look well. <laughs> so what, it's not what I intended to do is what my body will look like or feel like. It is what I actually do that my body will show. This is extremely important. Again, because we're completely full of shit when we talk to ourselves. 100% full of shit. <laughs> so myself included. We lie to ourselves and we're really good at it. You're going to have this world of intentions versus this world of reality. Your mind will live in the intention world. Your body is going to live in the reality world. If you do not have those two at least near each other, you will not be able to see why your body doesn't look the way that you expect it to. <laughs> You're going to expect it to look like your intentions, but it is going to look like what you actually do. Very, very, very important to recognize that, to realize that, and to make sure that we uh, kind of manage that disconnect. To help us do that, I uh, would encourage you to listen to podcast 1650. It's a Q&A podcast titled Diet Adherence Hacks. This will help you be more adherent to your diet. So that way, your intention world is a lot closer to the reality world so that way you have a better understanding of what you're actually doing versus what you're intending to do. The second tip we have is to focus on consistency over time. You will not be perfect. You will screw up a lot. And that's life. Everyone messes up. Everyone who has ever been successful at anything has screwed up. Every single successful person has made a mistake. A million percent true. And it's important that we understand that because if we expect ourselves to be perfect, and then when we're not, we think that we are a failure and that the whole process should be abandoned, that is ridiculous. We're going to think that it's absolutely true, but it is ridiculous. We are not perfect. No one has ever been perfect in the history of, of humankind. Uh, we have never been perfect. Even the most successful people haven't been perfect. So don't try to be perfect. Just try to be better. And not that you're not good now, not that you're not a good person, and you have to be a better person. I'm not talking about you as a person. <laughs> Just in our habits, we want to try to make progress and be more consistent over time. So if when you first start something, you're new to it, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. You're going to have a lot of learning opportunities. <laughs> so I would encourage you to learn and then try not to do that again. Um, something my parents taught me was, like, if you, if you mess up something once, like, that's a mistake. Like, okay, you made a mistake. Oh, well, move on. If you do it twice, now you're just being dumb. <laughs> they did it. They said all of that more eloquently, but, but my uh, childhood mind summed it up as that is, if I make a mistake once, oh, well, that's fine. Learn from it. If I make it twice, nah, okay, a little bit of a red flag. I clearly didn't learn the first time. I better learn the second time. 
If I do it a third time, then I'm just being a jackass. And I need to, like, get my crap together and stop, you know, whining and complaining about things. Uh, so if I went to my parents and it was, like, the first, fourth time something happened, and I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, hey, you're being a jackass. You need to figure this out. So... Uh, again, they all said that very well uh, compared to what I'm saying. But it's important to recognize that when we mess something up, we mess something up. Oh, well. Try to figure out why it was messed up. See if you can learn from it. The next time it comes, maybe you'll do better. Maybe you'll mess up again. But you'll learn again. And then eventually you stop messing up. Or at least not as much. That would be the focus is try to make progress in consistency. Not that you have to be perfect all the time. To understand why calories need to be consistent not that we have to be perfect every day just how we like why we want to be more consistent would be podcast 1131 then the third tip the last tip i'll leave you with is to track more than just your weight um now this would be typically for people who want weight change if you're if you're eating to try to build more muscle you're probably going to gain some weight uh, that would be okay because muscle has weight and therefore you would want to weigh more if you're trying to build muscle. If you want to build strength, you can do that regardless of what your weight's doing. You can build strength as you lose weight. You can build strength as you stay the same weight. You can build strength as you gain weight. Uh, but weight, weight might not be what everybody's measuring. But if it is something you're measuring, don't make it the only thing that you measure. Podcast 1292 is a nutrition podcast titled Making Sense of Body Weight Measurements. I just had a client email me her body weight. Uh, this Monday compared to last Monday. Last Monday, her body weight was like 188.9. This Monday, it was 189.3. And she said, kind of disappointing that my weight went up. And then she has a frowny face. It went up 0.4 pounds. That is 100% insignificant. And that is 100% within the capacity of what a normal day-to-day fluctuation would be. So I'm actually going to send her this podcast. <laughs> so if she's listening to this now, uh, it's coming or you've already gotten it. <laughs> but uh, it's important to understand, you know, if your weight changes 0.4 pounds, good God, you're fine. <laughs> Don't freak out. You're doing okay. Uh, when I look at weight change for clients, I usually look at four-week trends. I have my clients weigh themselves on Monday and Thursday every week. Uh, typically Monday is a reflection of whatever you did over the weekend. And then Thursday is a reflection of what you've done Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So typically people are very consistent in habits on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So Thursday is more of like a true weight, like body weight of what they actually are. Then they kind of lose their mind on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then they come in heavier on Monday, but it's helpful for us to see how much weight has they changed from the Thursday to the following Monday. So they probably think that I'm looking at them Monday to Thursday each week. I am not. I'm actually looking at the weight on the Thursday compared to the following Monday. That's actually how I look at weight. When I look at the weight that my clients report to me is Thursday to the following Monday. What we would love to see is that Thursday to the following Monday stays roughly about the same. There's a normal 2% fluctuation per day, but typically people don't fluctuate more than about a pound to a pound and a half. Uh, So if they were 189 on Thursday, they come in at 189.4 on Monday. Great. That's only 0.4 pounds. They probably didn't eat like a jackass over the weekend. But if they gained 2.3 pounds over the weekend, they probably ate like a jackass. And then if I see that by the following Thursday, they're down that like 2.3 pounds or 1.8 of it, then yes, clearly they ate like a jackass because once they got back to eating right, the weight came down. So that tells us it's water weight fluctuation, not body fat fluctuation. Uh, 
So uh, it's important to understand weight change, and that's where podcast 1292 can help because not only is it good just to know what actually is happening, but that actually helps you control your motivation because you can control your emotional response to weight change. So that's podcast 1292. Okay. So, very elaborate answer of where you should start, uh, but the short version is go to the website, go to free nutrition education, click on create your own nutrition program, and it'll take you step-by-step on how to create your own nutrition program. Then I just talked about some extra stuff, gave you some tips on tracking what you actually do versus what you intended to do, <laughs> uh, focus on consistency over time, and then track more than just your weight. The other things I'll leave you with is, number one, is if you do all this, and you reach a plateau or you get stuck, reach out, let me know, and I'll make you a podcast for free, just like I'm doing for Ellie. So thank you for reaching out. If anybody has any questions, that's entirely what this podcast is for. The other option is nutrition coaching. I do nutrition coach for um, a lot of youth clients, actually, right now in sports. Uh, That's one of the biggest categories that I work with is uh, sport athletes for youth. We do a lot of nutrition coaching because overwhelmingly they undereat they underperform and they just feel like crap and people parents want to know their kids are healthy so I help them with that and then I help a lot of wrestlers uh, because they have to control their body weight but they want to do that in a healthy way so I do a lot of nutrition coaching for a lot of youth (laughs) uh, which is interesting but Nutrition coaching is an option. It's $150 for the first month because we actually do a Zoom and we talk face-to-face. And then it's $100 per month from there. And what it does is I basically teach you how to personalize your diets. Um, We talk about extra macro concerns. So I'll I'll make sure your calories are right, your protein is right. Give you suggestions on how to match the timing to your needs. We also go through extra macros if they're important. For example, sugars. We might talk about when the best time for fats versus carbs are, fiber, cholesterol, any kind of needs we have for health. We also talk about meal timing specific to scheduling needs or different daily activity demands. We talk about specific food ideas to match digestion needs for both digestive quality and health as well as performance. We also talk about how to understand how to adjust this stuff for life. You know, a lot of the youth have like weekend tournaments. We talk about how to manage that. You might have crazy long work days, maybe short days. Maybe you have very variable schedules. We talk about that as well. And then just the accountability factor, knowing somebody's there to help you stay on track with your goals and answer questions is super helpful as well. So if you're interested in that, again, you can check that out on our website. Uh, You can go to the one-on-one services page and that'll help you there as well. Or you can just shoot me an email at brutalironjim at gmail.com and I'd be happy to talk to you and we can set up that Zoom and see if that service would work well for you. Great. Okay, well, thank you very much to Ellie for sending this in and this topic in. Then if anybody else needs anything, shoot me an email anytime. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. I appreciate everybody that shares the podcast. Helps us reach more people and just helps... uh, Hopefully, people be healthier and happier. I just want people to live their best life, and learning more about nutrition, training, and mindset can help you do that. If you like the podcast, you can also consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. And if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Gym. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.